Hi everyone and welcome. This is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast and I'm your host, Coach Brad. This podcast is about all things related to love, life, health, and the pursuit of happiness. Every week, I'll interview a different guest who is setting a new standard and redefining what it means to get the most out of life. With that, let's get started. Okay, welcome everyone. This is Coach Brad and this is the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. And and as always, I'm your host. Just want to take a moment to say thank you so much again for joining us. I know you have lots of opportunities, lots of different podcasts out there. So if you're taking the time to listen to this, I do want to say thank you and just take a moment to let you know I really, really appreciate that. So what we've got for you today, I think, is something pretty special. I started this series, I'm calling it From Couch to Healthy, and I'm looking at people from all walks of life who have overcome the odds, if you will, and done extraordinary things to go from what I call being on the couch, which could mean a variety of things, an unhealthy uh, situation in their life that could be emotional, physical, spiritual, uh, any of that, and who have transformed their life. Uh, to become what I call this healthy or this thriving, uh, something along those lines. And today I have got a remarkable, remarkable young woman with me. Her name is Mimi Damien, and she has been through such a situation in her life. We're not just talking about couch to healthy in her situation with her story. We're talking about a young woman that has gone from literally from thriving, she is a college graduate, uh, to the lowest of lows in terms of surviving and drugs and alcohol and depression and all of that to actually completely turn that around and transform to where she is absolutely thriving today. I, I know her. I've talked to her several times. She's a budding entrepreneur. The question becomes, how did she do that? How did she go from surviving a survival mode to thriving from couch to healthy? What can we learn from her and, and what can she share with us? So she's here with us today. So Mimi, thank you and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, Brad. Thank you so much for having me on here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mimi, I have talked to you with a little bit, but we're here to learn from you. So take us back kind of a little bit with your story at the beginning, wherever you would like to start and just tell us kind of what was going on for you and what was happening with your life. Uh, yes, so um, I want to start kind of when I was at the height of my life because my life has been a literal roller coaster. Um, so a number of years back when I was in my late 20s, um, I thought of myself as an accomplished woman. Um, you know, I had done all the quote unquote right things in life. Uh, I went to university. I got a degree. I began a career in investigations. I started my own business. I found my soulmate. Uh, We ended up buying a house together and we were basically ready to get married and start a family. So to, yeah, so to anyone on the outside, it seemed like I had the perfect life or at least what I thought was the perfect life. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely would seem like that. Yeah, so so what kind of happened then? Take us through your, your journey here. So um, at that point, uh, with when I had that, you know, quote unquote, perfect life, um, instead of actually feeling happy and grateful and fulfilled by all my accomplishments and all, you know, the life I had built literally from nothing, I found myself instead feeling stressed, miserable, and depressed. And I didn't even want to get out of bed in the morning. You know, I thought my, I thought to myself, 
what what for what what was the point and so i started using you know cocaine and weed and alcohol and cigarettes on a regular basis just to numb everything out um but the scary thing is i didn't know why and you so really did go from a, a thriving situation to to almost surviving yeah what what do you think was going on there what was happening um, you know, I had no idea because this went on for uh, for quite a while. And, you know, that whole time I was thinking to myself, you know, what is wrong with me? What I've, I've got everything I've ever wanted in life. So why am I not happy? But um, the problem was for a long time, I had been in denial about my depression, my anxiety and the addiction problems. And, you know, I thought there were just it was just a phase and that, you know, things would get better once this happened or that happened but unfortunately they didn't. And so when I realized that I had in fact a problem, I went to seek a professional treatment. Uh-huh, and how, how'd that go for you? Uh, well, let me tell you, I went, I started by going to the doctor, you know, telling them uh, about what I was dealing with. And uh, they gave me a bunch of uh, prescriptions for depression and anxiety, um, but, you know, I, I took those, uh, but they didn't work for me. I felt like they were just numbing everything out so that I wouldn't feel so miserable. But, you know, this wasn't really any different than the numbing that I was getting by self-medicating myself, you know, with, with drugs and alcohol, other than they were prescribed by a doctor. Uh, although what I felt was, at least with, the, you know, the other things that I was doing on my own, uh, I felt like I got a bit of a high before I went numb. So there was some fluctuation in my emotional state, but obviously not a healthy one. So, so how long was this going on for you then? You, you kind of, like you said, you were thriving. You had a college degree. I think you said you had just bought a house. You had your soulmate. And then you just kind of started to fall off the ladder. How, how long did this part of your journey go for you? So actually, the, the problems with depression and anxiety started uh, and, and addiction started before that. Um, they started, oh, okay. I guess, probably in my early 20s. Um, and but but as I said, like I wasn't really uh, acknowledging that they had a problem. I thought again, I thought that if I just, uh, you know, get to have, get to the goals that I had set in my life, um, all these things, these problems that I didn't really see as problems, these issues would kind of disappear right but obviously they didn't because when i did reach all my goals in life and i thought i had made it uh everything got even worse so that's kind of how they escalated and then they kind of got worse how old were you at this time amy um at this point i was in my late 20s your late 20s okay yeah. so your late, your late 20s you're are you like at rock bottom here or how, how far down the, the 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 ditch i guess so to speak are you at this point this was just at the beginning of the valley let's put it that way brad there's, oh, uh, there's okay. a lot more to my story yes yes so this is when i actually noticed that there was a problem and you know i went to seek um help um and i even you know i, I even tried counseling um Again, I didn't really feel a connection with a counselor because uh, the counselor didn't actually understand what my problem was, um, and and neither did I. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's it's ironic because uh, I studied psychology in uh, in university myself, and uh, you know, I do remember learning about depression and anxiety, and I just thought, you know, how could someone get depressed? You just do things that make you happy, and then you will stop being sad. Well, that's yeah. just, that's easy to say when you haven't been through depression, right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely easier said than done. Uh, let me ask you, we'll, we'll get to obviously the, the latter part of your journey where you start to come out of this, but you know, knowing what you know now, someone's listening to this and, and they're in a depressed state or they're trying to turn their life around, get back to healthy from couch to healthy, uh, so to speak. What, what have you learned that you can share at this point about your journey about life? Well, I've, I've basically what I learned was it was it all had to do in my thinking, right? Oh, um, it was just um, it was just all the. Let me see how I can put it. This. Um, so was it your thinking that was kind of taking you down down the hole then as well? Was that a big part of it? Yeah. So I I just I didn't understand how 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 things worked. And it was, you know, it was because of the um, ideas and uh, and beliefs and values that, uh, uh, you know, um, I learned uh, in my early life that were kind of controlling my thinking and my, my, my life, that that's kind of how it went, it got out of hand. Well, what, if you don't mind sharing, maybe what were some of those beliefs and values and, and whatnot that were that you had that were causing your life to, to kind of spiral, spiral downhill, if you will? Well, the, I, I can't really pinpoint the beliefs uh, that I had. What I want to say is I was following a, a path in life that uh, wasn't really what I wanted, what I, you know, I, that, so it's what I thought I wanted, what I thought, you know, my family wanted for me, what I thought society wanted for me, but it wasn't what I wanted myself. And so I was kind of blindly going through life and uh, following this path, uh, not really knowing that whether this, this is what I'm, what I want to do. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, I can certainly relate. I've, I've myself been down that path where I wasn't following what I wanted to do, what my heart desired. I was following what society was telling me. I think you mentioned earlier, you know, get get the job, get the house, get the car, all that. And, and it was great. But, you know, sometimes we have to listen to a different voice, uh, that voice, not the voice of society or whatnot, but the voice of our hearts. Is that kind of where you were going with that? Exactly. Yes. Once I got the opportunity to listen to my inner true self, um, I, I learned quite a lot about myself and what uh, what my thinking was and what I really wanted uh, to do in life and what I, wanted, what I wanted my life to be about. And so that changed uh, a lot of things for me. So at that point, like, so continue on with your story then you're 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 starting to hit rock bottom or how how did you kind of start to work your way out of this this is a pretty tricky tricky situation it sounds like you were how, how long had you kind of been in this situation also like is this now a year into your life or two years or um well when i started going really downhill was uh it, it was for about a year and a half and okay. during this time, I did, uh, you know, I tried uh, just about everything conventional, conventional available to me to fix, you know, these, these mental illnesses that I was diagnosed with. Um, but, you know, it all felt like I was putting a Band-Aid on an infection that was getting worse by the day. And oh, wow. so about, um, you know, 
it all started spiraling out of control. And then, you know, it took about in a matter of about six months, I basically sabotaged everything I worked for in my life. And I, and I lost it all. I lost my health, my relationship, my business and my house. And uh, I got to a point where I found myself at 30. I was unhappy, unhealthy and broke. Wow. Wow. And I, so, I, yes, I, I I'm sorry, man. I was just going to say, I've got goosebumps listening to you. Wow. Because I I don't know that part of you, but I definitely have seen you now. And I, you know, I see this bright, bright, bubbly young woman and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, wow, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. So what, what happened next? Like, how did you start to dig yourself out of this? Yeah. And, you know, when I got to that point, um, I was very, a very negative person. I became a very negative person along the way. But at that point, you know, I was blaming everything and everybody for my suffering. And, you know, I thought that uh, my problems, quote unquote problems, were caused by, you know, people, circumstances and events. And that, uh, you know, in that point in my life, I, I thought that if I just made some changes in my life, that things would get better. So I did. So that's how I started kind of digging myself out of this hole. I, uh, it was a day, one, one day in February of 2017, when I woke up and I just told myself, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't keep living my life um, on this hamster wheel of misery um, because I had enough and I, I really needed to figure out what was wrong with me. So on that day, I decided that uh, I, I just wasn't going to put up with this anymore. And I committed to finding the source of, uh, of my misery. And I began to take action. So what I did uh, initially was I broke out with my partner. I left my house behind. I moved to another city. I started a new job. And, uh, and I applied to law school, which is something that I've wanted to do pretty much uh, all my life. So at that point, things started to, you know, look, look good. And I, I was starting to feel better, you know, for a while, I really thought I found the solution. You know, let me, let me back up a second. Mimi. You, you said two things that I really want to key on for anyone that's listening to this now and, and maybe, you know, like I said, in a similar uh, struggle or, you know, like I said, on, on, the, on the couch, literally from trying to go couch to healthy, you said two key words. Uh, you made a decision and commitments. And I can't tell in my coaching, I guess, career, if you will, I can't tell you the two biggest factors that I've seen in people not being able to transform their life is they don't fully make a decision to transform their life. And then they don't, uh, or even if they do, they don't fully commit to it. So Mimi, I don't even know at that time if you had had any of the, the, the personal development courses, like I know you've done Tony Robbins and stuff. I'm not quite sure where you were in your journey at that point, but the fact that you were able to, to make a decision and then commit to it. And again, for anyone listening, those are the two huge, I can't even emphasize enough, like two huge factors to transforming your life, to changing your life is you've got to make that decision and you've got to commit to it. So Mimi, you made, you made a decision to get better and you committed to it. What happened next? Yeah, so as you said, you know, um, your life can re really change in that, you know, one split second with that one decision. And, um, you know, sometimes we wait until we reach that breaking point 
to be able to actually commit to that decision. So I think it's important to realize that we don't actually have to get to the, you know, to be at our lowest low to make that decision, but we have to come from a place that, you know, this is, this is all I'm going to take. Like, I do not want to do this anymore. And, and when we commit to that decision, your, our whole life starts to change because the universe hears that we have made that decision. We're ready to take control of our lives again, instead of, you know, living haphazardly. And, and so just, just remind me again, or, or some of the listeners, what exactly was this decision that you now committed to? I decided that I didn't want to live like that anymore. I didn't want to be doing, you know, taking drugs. I didn't want to be on medication. I didn't want to be miserable. I wanted to live life uh, happy and healthy, basically. Wow, that's awesome. So you basically, in that moment, you made that decision. That's kind of, would you say that flipped the switch in your brain, so to speak? Yes, yes, it started. It was, it was like, a, like, um, it, like a light switch and it started something. It put me on a path that, uh, you know, it led me to where I am today, where I'm, I'm living happy and healthy. And, you know, I love what I do every day. And I'm just so grateful for, um, for my life right now. And, but it, it started, it all started with that, on that day when I, I decided that I had to make a change. I had to do something, whatever that was, I'm, I wasn't going to give up until I figured it out. And so once you made that change and, or excuse me, that decision and you committed to that decision, what, what started to happen next? So as I said, I uprooted my life and kind of changed everything externally in my life, right? Like I was basically running away from my problems um, and, and hoping to gain, you know, some, uh, some hope for a better life. Um, but you see, when, when we walk away from some external problems, we encounter new problems, right? And that's what happened. So as I was on the uphill from the valley, uh, new problems started, you know, piling up in my life. And so I, I was involved in a, a few car accidents. I had a, a real close coal brush with cancer. And ultimately, well, two weeks before I was supposed to start law school, my dream of, you know, becoming somebody like a lawyer or somebody that was respected, quote unquote, in life, it was all taken away when the bank said no to my student loan application. And so it was at this point that I felt uh, the lowest in my life. It was, you know, I had a bit of, you know, kind of uphill battle, feeling good, and I'm, I'm making changes, things are working. And then I was just, everything, I was just crushed in, you know, with health-wise and, and career and everything. And so at that point, I, I lost all hope and I just, I was just ready to give up on life. So, um, I, what I did was I got into my car and I was ready to basically drive it into a wall and, and end it all. Wow. Well, how, how old were you at that point, Mimi? This was when I was uh, 31. Wow. I've, you can't see me, but I got chills right now, goosebumps. So you were literally in your car ready to drive it into a wall and just end it right there. Yeah, I never thought of myself as somebody who would go that path, but sometimes, you know, things happen in our lives that uh, bring out some, some part of us that we never encountered before, and, and it scared me, but I was, I was just down and out, and I, I didn't know what to do. 
uh, luckily, um, the universe had other plans for me. So as I got in my car, I, I had like a moment of inspiration, which basically kind of told me like, okay, Mimi, if you're going to die, wouldn't you want to know what death will feel like first before you commit to such drastic measures? Oh, and wow. so, yeah, and so, and so uh, in that moment of inspiration, instead of driving into a wall, I actually went floating. Uh, now, if, if, um, if your listeners have never heard of floating before, it's, uh, it's a sensory deprivation chamber, which uh, has uh, historically been used for, um, ironically, both for torture and healing, um, where all your senses are muted. So you basically get to lie down in this tank, which is half filled with body temperature water and lots of Epsom salts. And so you can feel a thing like, like you're floating in the air. And the chamber is completely dark, um, so you can't see anything. Uh, you put in a pair of earplugs so you can't hear anything and there's no spell either. So I know it sounds really scary and it kind of was at the time for me too. But, um, you know, what happened was in that sensory deprivation chamber with all my senses muted, like basically all the outside world was gone. Everything external was gone. The whole world disappeared and all was left was me and my thoughts. So it was at that point that I started to look inside my mind and I started to question my thoughts and my beliefs and my values and whether you know they had anything to do with how my life was going because I needed to understand how, how I got here. Basically, I was a depressed drug addict about to commit suicide. Um, and you know, it's interesting because there was nothing in my life that I could point to up to that point that that led me down this path. You know, I had a wonderful childhood. I had two loving parents. I excelled in school. Um, I had close friends. I had romantic relationships, an exciting social life, and I and I really enjoyed working. But no matter what I did, um, I, I just couldn't shake the feeling of something being wrong in my life. Wow, that's, I, I've got chills and goosebumps. Let me, I'll continue with that, but let me back up just real quick and ask you uh, something. It's funny, sometimes the universe, uh, higher power or whatever, whatever people like to refer that to, uh, redirects us, I guess. So it's, it's easy to look back now and then talk about this, maybe even laugh a little bit, but when your loan got denied, uh, your student loan, uh, do you think that was a blessing in disguise? Oh, absolutely. And I figured that out actually when I was in the sensory deprivation chamber because I realized that was not the path I was supposed to take in life. And yeah. although I did everything in my power to go to law school, um, the universe let me do that and let me go all the way till basically the, the very end and then took it away then because at least I felt um, that I did everything I could and it was not up to me anymore. And so it made me feel good about what I've done, but it was also, I realized it was such a blessing in disguise. You know, everything actually I've gone through, even the car accidents, they've helped me build this body that I'm in right now that is super healthy and strong. And without those car accidents, I wouldn't have been able to. Even the, the cancer scare that I had, you know, it was really easy to quit, uh, you know, drugs and, and cigarettes, you know, after that and, um, and take care, take control of my health because 
uh, you know, nobody wakes up, you know, thinking I'm going to, I'm going to be 30 and get cancer. Right. And that was a really big scare in terms of health because I, I've always been kind of like a thin person. So I thought, you know, I could eat anything. I, I don't need to actually watch what I'm eating or whatever, like anything like that. But when, you know, when cancer came knocking at the door, I thought, okay, I got to make some changes in my life and my health, number one. So it really got me to take a look at my, my eating habits and, you know, my, what I was doing. So that really helped also propel me to, to this healthy life that I'm living right now and that I'm so grateful for. So you, you were at a very low point, you made a decision to change because you didn't want to live the old way, you wanted to live the new way, you committed to that, but along the way, you know, it still wasn't easy, you still ran into a number of challenges, it sounds like you, I mean, had a cancer scare you just mentioned, you were literally in your car about ready to drive into a wall, and then all of a sudden you had a burst of inspiration, went to a floating chamber, which, which by the way, I, I'm claustrophobic, so I <laughs> don't know. Don't know how I would do them. I'm curious about one of those. I don't know how I would do in one of those, but uh, you're thriving today. Mimi, like I said, I, I know the thriving version of you. How, what happened after the floating chamber then? So after seeing what I saw, uh, what was going on in my mind and my thinking, I was ready to dig deeper. I, I you know, I'm, a, I'm an investigator by profession. So I started to research, uh, I read, I studied and I learned and I really found uh, the answers I was looking for. And uh, basically what, what I found was everything happened in my life because of my thinking. And, and the decisions I had made in my life were based on that, you know, that quote unquote faulty thinking, you know, the values and the ideas and the belief of what life is all about that I had learned from my family and my friends and my teachers, you know, the media and just society in general. So what I want to share with the listeners here is that everything starts in the mind. Um, you know, uh, depression, uh, anxiety and addiction and, and many other problems that we face in our life, um, you know, they, they can be um, overcome, you know, by changing our thinking. So depression, anxiety and addiction are not really, uh, not actually mental illnesses. Um, I say that they're diseases, but let me explain a bit. So depression uh, sure. is a is, is a dis-ease of the mind, just like anxiety is a dis-ease of the mind and an addiction as well is a dis-ease of the mind because when your mind is not at ease, um, you develop these conditions of the mind, which in turn, they cause problems in your life. So basically every problem you got in your life is because you have a problem in your mind and your only problem is what you think. So what, what, what shifted in your thinking then? So you see, I, I used to think that I was an addict and a failure and, and that life was hopeless at one point, right? But, uh, but something inside me always felt that there was more to life than this. And, and I really wanted to understand uh, what happened in my mind that led me down this awful path. And so, um, because as I mentioned earlier, I did study psychology in university and I learned about depression, anxiety, and addiction. So I thought to myself, how did I, how did I end up like this? You know, how, how did I get here? And the answer for that was ignorance. I really didn't understand how things work. 
Uh, and I'm gonna explain this to, to you, Brad, like, you know, we have thoughts that are constantly flowing into our mind and some are positive and some are negative and some are neutral. Um, and then when we take those negative thoughts that are flowing into our mind and we build a negative idea through doubt and worry, we, we set off a chain of events. So we take that negative idea and then we get emotionally involved with it, you know, thinking, what if this happened? What if that happened? And this sets yeah. up a feeling of fear inside of us. Now, fear is a, is a negative emotion that has to be expressed with and through the body. So when our body is constantly filled with feelings of fear, it develops the state of anxiety. And anxiety is never expressed. It's, it's suppressed within our body. And the suppressed anxiety turns into this depression. And the depression becomes a dis-ease of the mind, which causes disintegration of the mind and the body. And this ultimately leads to death, you know, I got close to it. And so this all happens because of ignorance. You make a lot of, I'm, I'm still just kind of got goosebumps here. I mean, you, you make a lot of good statements about dis-ease, you know, dis meaning is a, is a uh, prefix meaning not so not at ease so literally a dis-ease of the mind meaning the mind is not at ease or, or something like that uh, one thing I'm curious about and, and we'll continue on here with your story but one thing I'm curious about what I see in a lot of people uh, is and, and what I try to coach you know to the best of my ability is to really take responsibility for your life and to completely own your journey and you are doing that and so let me ask what what's your what's your motivating factor behind this change what's your what's your why what's i mean what 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 allowed you to completely take response full responsibility for your life that you know maybe someone who's struggling in that area can learn with or can learn from well because i understood that everything that happened in my life, I created it. So once I stopped putting blame on everything and everybody, you know, circumstances or anything like that, I realized that I created this life that I was not happy with, right? So even though it, it might've been kind of uh, hurt, it hurt me a bit to know that I myself created this life. At the same time, it felt very empowering to know that because I created that life, I can also create the life I really want. So it gave me this hope that I have, I have, and not just me, all, every one of us, we all have this power. We've created our lives so far because of how we lived and how we, what we've known, but to know that you can create the life you want. And it's, it's so empowering and it gives me hope and, and it gives me this, um, this excitement to see what is what else is there to come because of uh, because of this understanding that I that I built. So that's huge. This idea instead of uh, you, you fully realized, yeah, that you create the, the life you had, you created that and you fully realized and, and understood that. And I, I want to make sure anyone listening to this uh, truly, truly grasp that point. Whatever is going on in your life, yeah, it's, it's, it's a process of creation. And if you want to change your life exactly as Mimi does, think about the life you want to create. So Mimi, what is this life you wanted to create that you, or excuse me, what is this life that you wanted to create that you now have? So I, I, I decided because um, I didn't want to feel like I suffered in vain. 
So I thought, okay, I had to go through this life that I went through uh, for a reason. So what was that reason? And at that point, that's when like the light bulb went off and I thought, exactly, this is my purpose in life. I had to go through this to understand it so I can get out of it and, and be able to share my journey with other people so then I can help them. Because, you know, I felt a lot of times I felt alone and I didn't know how I was gonna get out of this. And if there was somebody in my life that could have pulled me out and, and, and shared with me what they knew and kind of that's how I, I got here. But I realized that that was my why. It's, uh, I, I wasn't gonna let this suffering that I've been through uh, just kind of let it go. It was, it was kind of like, I was gonna use it to help other people. And again, that's huge for anyone listening. Uh, she connected, Mimi was able to connect her journey to a higher meaning, a higher purpose, a higher why, which of course was, was serving other people, not to let the journey that she had been through go to waste, but to use it to, uh, to serve other people. And let me, let me also real quick mention anyone listening, if you are interested in reaching out to Mimi, speaking with her personally or working, working with her, I know she's got her business up and going. You can reach her at her website, which is www.mimidamian.com. I'll spell that real quick. M-I-M-I-D-A-M-I-A-N.com. And I'll put a link on that in the uh, podcast description here. So Mimi, tell us what's your life like today then? Well, Brad, I am, uh, I'm living the life I really want, you know, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm doing what I love, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving every day. Now, do I still have bad days? Oh, you bet, you know, everyone does, right? Sure. But because of my understanding now, um, instead of letting those bad days turn into bad weeks or months or even years of suffering, I'm able to bounce back in a fraction of a second because of this understanding. This understanding about your thinking and the ability to create the life that you want, is, is that kind of what you mean? Yeah, so I just, I wanted to share one more thing with uh, with your listeners, um, because um, I, 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 I explained how I got to where I was in life, uh, you know, because of the ignorance, but I do want to share that the opposite of ignorance is understanding. So if you're ready to take control of, our, of your life, um, you got to develop an understanding because when, when we develop our understanding and we, and we do that through study, uh, we fill our mind with positive thoughts. And then so we're able to take those positive thoughts and build a positive idea in our mind. And, and, and that, uh, that understanding creates on an emotional level faith. And so, and I'm not talking about religious faith, but I'm talking about faith in ourselves and the universe. And because um, I heard someone say that uh, faith is the ability to see the invisible, believe the inc in the incredible, and that will permit us to receive what the world calls the impossible. So when we experience faith on an emotional level, it creates a feeling of well-being in our mind and in our body. And, uh, you know, like, like everything's going to be all right. And so this well-being is it's always expressed. And that expression puts us at ease, which is the opposite of the, you know, the depression, which, you know, creates this, this ease of the mind. So when we're at ease, we go into this creative state, which turns into acceleration and that causes growth. And that is truly what our purpose in life is, is to grow. You know, Mimi, when I get my, uh, 
online platform up and going and my stage presence up and going, you're going to be one of the first people I call to invite to to speak to everyone. You've got an incredibly powerful message here. Uh, how, let me ask you, you at your, on, on a scale of one to 10, with one being like completely down in the dumps and 10 being just thriving, at your low point on a scale of one to 10, where were you? And on a scale of ten, uh, one to 10, where are you now? So at my lowest point, I did reach the one. I didn't make it to the zero because I didn't end up taking my life away. But instead, I went back up and uh, I would say I am almost a 10. You know, there's always room for improvement, Brad. Like I, I, if I say I'm a 10, then, you know, it, it causes this feeling, okay, I'm done. No, it, there's never, we're never done in our lives. You know, as I said, our purpose is to grow. So I'm almost a 10. But I'm so happy to be here because it's such a great feeling. And I just want to share all this, you know, that I've gone through with the world because I'm, you know, if I can go through this and make it out and, and live happy and healthy and thriving, anybody else can. I, I guarantee you, as long as people make a decision and commit to it, uh, your life can change and like just like that. You know, it's crazy. I, I'm so glad you know, our paths were able to cross and that you you did not, you know, run your car into the wall that day, but instead you, you went to that floating chamber. Uh, a couple of questions as we begin to wrap up here, but going from a one to almost a, a 10, was that a, a, a one year period, two year? How, how many years between a one and, and almost a 10 was that? As soon as I started to um, study and understand things, the numbers start, started climbing up, but it was kind of exponentially. Like I didn't go from a two to a three to a three to a four. I went more like from a two, three to a, a six, seven, because I, and, and that was that, and that happened when I made the decision because it, uh, it, literally, it literally shifted something in my mind. So I didn't have to do it gradually. It was with that decision that, that things shifted. And then from there, I just kept building on that. Was that like over the course of what, one year, two years, three years? Uh, since I was 31 and I'm almost 35 now. So it's, uh, it's been going great. <laughs> okay, so about four or five years then, it took you to kind of go from a one to where you are now then. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we, we, I do have to start wrapping this up. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, someone's listening to this right now. They're on the couch or they're just, uh, I don't know, they're, they're spiraling or things aren't going well. well what's, what's one thing you would want them to know right now? So if, if somebody might be struggling with uh, something right now or going through challenges, um, I, I want to... Uh, I want them to open up their mind to the possibility that there is a solution to, to their struggle. You know, there's a, an answer to their question and then there's a remedy to the pain. And all you have to do is be open to that possibility because that's how I got here. Uh, it's based on, on beliefs. If you, if you, you know, Henry Ford famously said, if you think you can, or if you think you can't, either way, you're right. So it's uh, just, just open your mind to the possibility that life could be anything and everything you want it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I would add on to that, 
you know, transformation is possible. Uh, Mimi is living proof of that. So almost a zero, not quite, but at a one to now uh, virtually a 10 thriving. Uh, change is possible. And as you saw with Mimi, it started with uh, making a decision, making a decision to change. That's the very first step, I think. And then committing to that decision and then slowly but surely focusing, changing that thinking or shift in her thinking, not on the life that she didn't want, but on the life that she wanted. And I think that's huge for anyone, you know, maybe on the couch or again, struggling with that. Uh, and then as Mimi just said, open your mind. And, and I would also add to that, you know, open your heart and, and see, see what love is out there. Uh, Mimi is, you know, thank, thank heavens is here with us today and able to, to share her story and, and her experience. So Mimi, you, you said a ton today and we've learned a ton. I need to to start wrapping this up, but any, any, anything else that you haven't said already that you would like to say? Any last, uh, last minute comments? Uh, one last thing, uh, Brad, is uh, just love yourself because you are truly special. You, we are all are special in our own way and all we gotta do is love ourselves and that, that brings out the best in us when we love ourselves. That is wow, gosh. You know, Mimi, I, uh, let's keep in touch and yeah, I definitely wanna have you back on the show. There's so many more questions and I could go in a lot of, a lot of directions with that, love yourself. That's another key one. Uh, F-L-Y, I call it. First love yourself, first leave yourself. Uh, that, that is huge. So again, if you want to know more about Mimi, uh, she shared a lot of her story today, but if you want to know more, feel free to reach out to her. You can find her contact information, again, on her website, www.mimidamian.com, M-I-M-I-D-A-M-I-A-N.com. Uh, -I -I and again, I will put a link on my podcast description to that. Mimi, it's been a true pleasure. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being you and being the incredible young woman that you are and for sharing your story and for allowing us to learn from it and from, from your journey. Wow. From surviving to thriving, couch to healthy, as I call it. I truly appreciate you being here. And again, for anyone listening, I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen. And as always, this is Coach Brad saying, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream. Thanks much, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next time.